This is LCM. Pronounced local. Oh, living a creative life. I'm Rawat Majdi. And I'm Muhammad Sirul. We're creatives talking to creatives about what it means to be a creative. So get ready for some delicious conversations and awesome takeaways so that you can maximize your own creative life. Today we have Yasmin, aka Flower Bomb. She is a multi instrumentalist, singer, songwriter, and an upcoming phenomenon. Sounds amazing. Uh, we're excited to have you here, Yasmin. Welcome. Hey, how are you guys? We're how great. So, Yasmin, tell us a little bit about um, what brought you here. Honestly, I think music has always been uh, my weak point, and I always got sort of. I was always one to have a keen ear when it came to music uh i remember my seventh birthday being one of the first memories of me liking music because uh you know those really cliche music musical sort of uh games that you play there was this one specific note i heard on the electric guitar at the time i was just air guitaring to it so i think that was the beginning of everything yeah beautiful so (laughs) since then you've been learning how to play the guitar yeah, it's been around seven years. Uh, it started off as some sort of hobby. My dad was very discouraging. And uh, I guess I proved him wrong. He, he was just like, I was about to go into a phase. It's just a one month type of thing. And then I got into it and I'm pretty much, uh, I'm self-taught. I tried one lesson and it really didn't work for me because I'm not one to just sit in front of someone and copy what they're doing. I just like to go in my own sort of way. And I think that's how you build your own character when it comes to any instrument or, or just music in general. Yasmin, I, I've, this is the first time I meet you in person, but I've listened to your music. I love your music. And you tell me that you learned from scratch. And yeah. you edit and you do everything from like, you know, like yeah. by yourself. Can you talk to us about more, like how did you learn about editing? and all Yeah, this? of course. Uh, most of the music that I sort of edit, mix and master, it's usually more into the originals and it's all basically YouTube. You know, I just look for Logic Pro uh, mastering, mixing, because that's sort of how you make a song sound professional. Uh, I have this little thing with my cousin where we go like, okay, is it vivo enough now? Does it sound vivo? <laughs> so sound that's vivo. how we know. Yeah. That's how we know it's working. And it, you can actually get listeners from that sort of point of view. Uh, mixing really started off where I started to look into plugins and you know the more technical aspect. And uh, it all started with music theory. I just sat there and I was so determined to learn what a major chord was. Mm-hmm. And after I started getting into that, it started going into the more intricate details and your intervals and your fifths and your sevenths and major sevenths. And it, it just, it opened a whole new world to me and it was pretty cool. And that's just my geek side talking. But at the point where it started into the more production side, mm-hmm. uh, the first thing I got out of it was I was talking to another fellow creator and uh, he just told me that, you could do everything on your own rather than hire someone doing it for you. And at that point, I realized that if anyone else could do it and it's just using the same sort of software, I'm sure I can do it with YouTube. If I could learn the guitar and get here, I'm sure I can do it with YouTube and just fix some things up with mixing and mastering. So, yeah. That's 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 amazing. So, would you say that you're completely self-taught in regards to all things music so far? Pretty much, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. What's your plans for what you're going to be learning next? 
honestly, what I want to learn next is more. Uh, there's this guitarist that teaches every other gu jazz guitar player. His name is Mateus Asado. I think everyone who's into some sort of jazz scene slash, you know, you guys should really listen to him. He's he's amazing. And uh, he's honest. I really want to learn more of his techniques and everything like that because he has this sort of glassy sounding tone, which I mm. strive for. And uh, there's Tom Misk and there is John Mayer, which everyone mm -hmm. knows. And mm -hmm. I think uh, these are guitarists that every other um musician should listen from and learn from because uh the more you listen to and transcribe i think that teaches you how to usually learn how to you know get the notes and start learning new places you've never explored before and it just it's it's cooler that way you know and if i were to learn something new uh i guess i wanted to learn the saxophone a really long time ago but no. uh, i don't know if that's gonna work that's out. that's brilliant i'm so curious you are still in the school right and my next question is going to be like, what's your, like, the practice routine that you have? Like my practice routine is just pick up and do whatever sounds good. Just keep on playing until you make something. Because the more you make, the more you're familiar with what you like and what sounds good with you and what works with you. That might not work with someone else. If you could go to another musician and be like, just play this chord and play this chord. And then it wouldn't really go well with their voice, maybe. But with you, it just sounds different. You could go to Billie Eilish and go like, oh, you should play this specific chord. But then she sings it and it doesn't work with her voice, you know? So I think the, the whole learning aspect and trying to get your own voice is the whole core of the situation. You just need to learn what works with you, you know? I'm going to ask a deeper question when it comes to your voice and finding your voice. Yeah. So you tell me that you need to just play and experiment more and more till you find your voice. And I found, this is like, um, I love it, find your voice. Yeah. But let's be more like, in your experience, from mm -hmm. your experience, how could you find your own voice? I think I'm still looking for it, if I have to be honest. That's Every musician is never really there. They just keep on improving and they keep on finding and they keep on working on themselves. And that's what makes them a better musician and a better person in general. Mm -hmm. I think mental health also plays a big role because mm -hmm. if you're not at the right state of mind or not even in the mood to make music, don't force yourself to do so. Because nothing is really going to come out of it and sound really good because you're not putting emotion into it and you're not putting your sort of heart and soul into it. And that's what I, I like to do with music. I think... The worst times are the best times to make music. Because hmm. music really helped me through a lot of very hard times in my life. And it made me the person I am today. And uh, uh, being 17 is literally just an age. And I think I have the, the brain of a 60-year-old who <laughs> walks right. on a cane <laughs> and likes to drink coffee or mm. tea at 2 in the morning. But, yeah, yeah, like if you drink tea at 10 in the morning, that's... Yeah. Okay, <laughs> maybe not two in the morning, but maybe something a bit close to that. Yeah, I, um, I find that interesting that you say that if you're not feeling like doing it, that you shouldn't go ahead and do it. Because we've heard from different kinds of creatives who actually say go ahead and like force yourself sometimes. And I know everybody has different opinions, definitely. But what I'm wondering is... You have school. I'm sure you have family commitments. I'm sure you have all different kinds of responsibilities. And you pick up the guitar every single day or every few days. Have you ever gone through a time where you didn't want to play or practice at all? 
It happens so often you wouldn't even understand it. I think every musician or any artist in general comes to a block or a writer's block, a musician's block. It's so natural for all of us to have that because that's what makes us keep playing and remember why we like what we do. And when I come to that sort of block, I just remember that I need to take a step back. I think there's a difference between forcing yourself and continuously just writing to get out of the block because the more you play and the more you write you have to stumble upon something that you feel inspired by because in the end of the day it's all a game of inspiration and creativity if you don't have if you're not able to write anything then just go out smell some fresh air come back you're gonna watch a show you feel like that show has something that sounds cool you take that you sample it you can come up with something because every noise every little detail has some sort of mood to it you can play a major chord and it will still sound sad in any sort of circumstance if you think about it i have chromosynesthesia which is listening and hearing colors so usually songs that i make have to go to a certain color so time was basically for me it was either steel blue or a silvery white kind of thing because time was very, you know, heavily influenced by time, I guess. All right. <laughs> it, it sounds pretty weird. When you're saying time, you mean your song, right? My song. Okay. Yeah. Not time as a general concept. Yeah. <laughs> time, my song, was made uh, after a FaceTime call with uh, one of my close friends. And uh, she was talking about how she's been gone for three years and then she sort of stops for a second and says oh it's just been three years you know that i left quit i just sat there and my jaw dropped Hmm. i couldn't believe it's been three years because i could have sworn it's been two weeks since i've seen that girl and uh, after that i think my creative process is just pick up the guitar you feel something you play two chords they feel right you keep on going because i started off music with poetry And I was always writing because I think every teenager, if not every human being, goes through, you know, depression, anxiety and anything to do with mental health. Everyone has their barriers and anything, their obstacles they have to go through. So writing and art, painting, any of that, anything artistic usually helped me. And it got me out of horrible situations and... I I have I think it's a blessing and a curse to associate things with other things. So I can think of a song that got me through a really bad time, or I can think of a song that reminded me of something really happy. But that's the beauty of music. In that day, that's amazing. That's amazing. Thank you. When it comes to poetry, I'm gonna let Ro talk to you about yeah. this. Yeah, you know? <laughs> go for she's, it. She's the one. She she knows what she's. I doing. totally feel you when it comes to getting through your teenage years with some kind of creative outlet. I started poetry the same way. I mm. never showed anybody my poems back when I was I like 16, 15. <laughs> but I would write almost literally every day because yeah. I think something interesting about teenagers and i'm saying this as though like i wasn't a teenager like seven or eight years ago but it feels like you're the only person going through what you're going through it really does when in reality literally everyone everyone is going through the exact same thing dude it's crazy yeah and you only figure it out like years later when you're in your 20s and also going through some terrible an existential crisis going through exactly and you realize other people are going through the same things same anxieties same 
insecurities, same literally everything. And it's very interesting in the fact that a creative outlet can connect you with other people. Definitely. And I think music and poetry are two that are like amazing in this sense. I read poetry quite often. Yeah. It's more modern, like uh what's the girl who I forgot the name Rupi of Kaur, maybe. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always There's Alicia that. Cook. And yeah. there is uh, there are a lot of underrated uh, poets out there and uh they definitely drive me to come up with a lot more meaningful subliminal lyrics that uh that are really cool i think because a lot of artists are very pop oriented nowadays and they're just like i love you i love you you love me get away from me you know it's just very upfront i think you should really keep it low-key somehow because that's what makes the listener want to know more about the artist if that makes any sense definitely yeah, yeah. you're definitely i'd say a lyricist in that sense Thank if you, you came I from a poetry it. background yeah um so your two songs time and oh damn yeah totally different in so many ways can you <laughs> tell us a little bit about that it's literally two completely uh interdimensional songs one is something i've never been through something that's so stupid and so controversial odam is literally about a chick cheating on her boyfriend with his twin brother honestly i don't even know how i came up with that it's really stupid and then you have time talking about how memories literally start to fade and how people used to be family and now you look at them and you don't even say hi you don't even look eye to eye anymore and if you do it's with disgust it's so it's so weird how just a matter of months could change a person completely it's some people literally have the will to keep in touch and i'm one of the people who will talk to a person who i haven't spoken to in a while just to check up on them you know and uh i really do care and when i care about a person it's i love with my entire heart and it's it really is a blessing and a curse because once they take it for granted it's it's horrible but that's not gonna stop me from being the person i am i think um everyone sort of needs to be true to themselves and if i'm if i'm gonna get hurt i need to do it with pride at least (laughs) all right that's amazing i actually keep that trait it's actually fun you know for me i always love to go back and talk to the persons like the friends who i like didn't see for years you know it's crazy you look just just call him you know call whoever that person and like hey how's it going like are you good Mm. It's fun. I don't know why, but keeping keeping relationships I mean, and and the song time, I can relate to a lot of like yeah. how like, people like you used to hang out with and you kiss it as family, and now you can't. Family to friends, acquaintance now strangers really made it for me because mm. though every single lyric in that song has a meaning to it, and there are literally references to it. It's uh, call cold is this poker reference where you bet everything i think for every poker player out there i'm sorry if i'm wrong but it's something about it okay and uh it's the fact that a call cold is basically i think betting and losing everything so like going all in sorry like going all in yeah like, going yeah. all in in a in a way and then you lose it all rather than winning it all yeah i, okay. can, I can relate to that yeah like and not playing poker not playing life, poker but in know? life but you know? yeah i get it <laughs> so that's what uh we used to play poker with monopoly uh money because yeah. we're we're really well 
being a teenager doesn't help if you try to put like a hundred dollars into the you know on the table then so you I'm, become a broke teenager <laughs> always a broke teenager <laughs> uh but yeah i guess it because we always used to play it, so i had to throw in, in a i had to reference it somehow and every lyric really does touch deep and that's uh, i think that helps with people can you compare between the two processes of okay writing the song time and writing uh oh damn because you say oh damn completely not something that you've ever been through but time is something that was so near and dear to your heart so what was the process to writing them and mixing them and doing all the production and the music believe it or not oh damn took way 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 more production value than time even though time feels a lot more full maybe to people uh Odam is very pop oriented I think it has a beat that everyone can it's basically earworms that stick into your head that doesn't go you know they really don't go they don't leave and uh the fact that Odam had a very more intricate and detailed production value was I mean a lot of people would be confused and uh Pop songs really aren't easy to mix and master. I do believe that. Yeah. There's a science behind it. There really is. It, yeah. Vivo, wow, congrats on yeah. being you. <laughs> and uh, time took a lot more emotional uh, stability to write rather than Odam. It took a lot more from me. And uh, it was hard writing it at times because I, I, I have an issue with remembering past experiences and missing them way too much i, I get so attached to uh, memories it's it's stupid sometimes so yeah i think time and uh, odam are completely different and uh perks of being a gemini let's go gemini gang <laughs> um yeah i think time has more sentimental value but odam has more you know traditional pop or modern or everyone can listen to it a kid who has no idea what the song is about could listen to it and be like oh damn okay <laughs> but also an adult going into it and digging into the lyrics you're going to be lost for words because of how stupid the idea is so yeah That's i can a, relate very, to that very yeah. interesting. <laughs> so oh damn is about something that you did not go through at all and it's more of a, like a traditional pop song in that sense um do you feel like you were staying true to yourself in that sense or is it something where you stepped outside of yourself what was the process in deciding okay i'm gonna make a song that's not me i think the difference between being me and not me doesn't have to do with the song it's more every song has me in it stepping into other people's shoes doesn't mean it's not me if that makes any sense mm -hmm. Uh, I think jumping into something I have nothing to do with since it's about cheating and everything. Um, being in relationships where, you know, guys usually end up cheating on you is not a really spoken about topic nowadays. And uh, it's just about how everyone talks about, ah, oh, I still miss you. Ah, oh, you're still on my mind and anything like that. But they never talk about how girls could take charge and you know do things and they could actually have consequences behind it so i think the fact that i was being myself in writing and the production aspect of it and just the vibe of it felt more me but the lyrics have nothing to do with me if that makes any sense it's me without being me in a way this mean i'm gonna have to take you back when you said that it took you a long time yeah. when you did oh damn yeah and 
I wonder like why it took you that much. Was it something that you were fighting with? Can you talk to us about why it took you that long? Yeah, I think uh, since I'm doing it all solo, it took me time to find how I wanted it to sound like. And leaning into more production-wise, uh, every artist has a specific tone, vocality, and uh, in terms of how the song itself sounds like. For me, I think I go for more of a softer, more higher frequency sort of tone. Uh, something more female-oriented, sort of like Billy or even uh, Georgia Smith or uh, her. You have more of the softer, breathy tones. So I started to recognize myself with that sort of music. And the more I try to branch out, I need to keep my core into, okay, this is what I'm trying to sound like. This, I need to remember how I sound like and not sound like anyone else, if that makes any sense. Um, even though vocality was a very important uh, aspect, I think I had a problem with uh, trying to always be a perfectionist when I tried to find my voice and look for a better way and sound better and improve on that but perfectionism is not necessarily the right way to go i've gotten into mind spaces where i literally thought i sounded like anyone else i probably had a horrible voice i couldn't get anywhere with my music because you have people who no offense to them but they're vocally untrained and they're still getting views because of stupid music but again you're over here grinding and striving to do something and get somewhere and you get nowhere you know and it's such a, a horrible feeling trying to find something but the balance the beautiful balance in between the both of them is that being perfect doesn't necessarily mean you're looking at something as a goal it's not a specific thing being perfect is what works for you and what doesn't you know you need to figure out what sounds good for you what sounds good for your voice and not just coming from you, but coming from the close people around you. Ask them. Just uh, as a creative artist, ask them. What What do you think sounds better? Do you think I sound better in a higher tone? Do you think I sound better with this chord? Do you think I sound better with more reverb? You know, asking the people around you that might or might not have a musical ear gives you a better representation of how the consumer would listen to it. So dig more into having people react to it not necessarily good feedback or bad feedback just take it you know take it easy and just listen to the people be open-minded to what they might say because maybe their low criticism might make the song the best hit that the world's ever heard so always keep an open mind to things like this that's beautiful i love this i can't i, I, can't, I can't agree more on that because like like doing this podcast i always ask my friends like specific friends yeah hey how do they sound um i know that i might be like you know uh, a bit nasal sometimes mm. i'm trying to focus on breathing and yeah. stuff i'm not singing but you know like yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. talking to a mic has someone like so you always need to be an open like to have an open mind yeah. to what people think and this is how you improve i love this i love this always remember not to be egotistical remember to stick down to the ground and remember that what you're doing is for you rather than anyone else don't try looking for an answer saying oh you sound amazing oh my gosh you're gonna be the new billy eilish that's not what you're looking for just try to remember that you're being you and you're loving it on 
the way you know and try to avoid that person thank you so much Yasmin that was amazing I I have a lot to take away from that and I'll mess it up again come on (laughs) you shouldn't this means that that was a lot of fun I wish you all the best I love your music you have a lot to offer thank you so so much Um, keep going definitely keep going keep that up in mind and stay away from people (laughs) from Remember uh, us when you're famous. <laughs> yeah. I won't forget the people from oh, the start. Never. Thank you. Um, wish you all the best and inshallah. Um, that's it. What would you say, inshallah? Well, I don't think. Okay, <laughs> take care, take care. We always mess up the end. We always it's do. okay. Everyone does. I have the same problem. It's either the all intro right. or the outro. Yeah.